kid. Hello, I am Sammy Eisenberg. We are here with Bobby Tewsbury, but this week on the podcast, we are going to have a little twist, and Bobby is going to explain what that twist is. So I have a, a track record of interviewing my podcast interviewers. <clears throat> so I'm going to interview Sammy. You ready for this? I was born ready. All right. So my first question is, uh, I tend to use the Socratic method a lot when I teach and, and instruct. Why do you think I do that? What? <laughs> so... <laughs> The Socratic method is a, is a way that I teach, and you've, I've been in the cage with you a bunch. Socratic method is basically asking questions instead of telling. So it's making you think of the answer so you kind of own it more. So uh, I use the Socratic method. Why do you think I do that? Now I get the question. Uh, um, now you get it. <laughs> uh, I think the main reason that you uh, do that is to get the hitter truly thinking about what they're doing, what they're feeling, instead of having you kind of tell them what it looks like i know at least for me i uh, i'm an auditory learner so i uh like like the audio but i also like kind of feeling what i'm feeling opposed to what uh people are seeing i don't know why i just i just disagree with a lot of people even though they're usually right i disagree with them um so i kind of like uh just like feeling that uh instead of people telling me so maybe that's the reason yeah that makes sense so, how old are you, Sammy? I'm 13. And how many years of you of your life have you never had like an iPhone or an iPad? Uh, maybe two or three. Do you do you have any like you don't really you you've never lived a life without no with that without technology no. So as a hitter, as a baseball player, what is your favorite tech? Like in your career so far, like you're 13, you're, you're living the tech bubble of baseball. Like you are the poster child age of tech in baseball. What's your, what, like, what do you think of it? Uh, is, are you talking about more of like a, an app or like any type of technology? Let's, so let's go with that. What's your favorite, what is your favorite tech for hitting? Okay. So for hitting, it's, Probably what I have uh, most um, like that I can use almost every single day is the hit tracks, only because it tells me my uh, velo and how far the ball is going. What's your favorite metric? Uh, uh, you know, I like to hit dingers. Of course, it's the the, uh, the distance, but um, especially when I'm trying to feel different things, um, especially when I'm trying to work on oppo things and just trying to hit to the uh, right center gap. I like to see how fast I'm hitting. Of course. Because if my velo from uh, is different compared to what I pull the ball, uh, I want to kind of get that velo up. Or if I'm hitting it, um, I yes, I do hit the ball a lot uh, less distance when I'm going oppo because I don't have as much power to that field yet. But um, I like working on just trying to feel like the same things and just uh, get more power that way. Yeah. So when you when you use that, um, and we use we use hit tracks almost every day. A lot of kids end up trying to chase numbers, and they end up taking bad swings. How do you how do you feel like you do with that? And like just kids in general, because you're around kid, other kids your age, do you feel like most kids are using it for like just trying to take huge swings to set records, or do you think kids use it as a real development tool? I know for me, it depends on for my last swing or 
yeah, for my last swing, right before I go out of the cage, I just try to hit the ball as far as possible because it's your last swing. Um, but when I'm taking my uh, my first to to the last swing, I'm always trying to work on different feels and just work on um, hitting the ball in the way that I want to hit the ball. I'm not trying to go for massive numbers. If I hit a home run, yay, I hit a home run. Um, what I see, especially at True Grind, though, is not a lot of kids trying to chase those numbers. I haven't seen a lot anywhere else of kids trying to chase numbers, but I, at True Grind, at least they we don't have anybody that's chasing numbers that's that good. I see. That's good. What about for pitching? What tech have you used, and what do you like the most? The main one that I've used is Rapsodo, and uh, I, I, I also like that one. What's your favorite metric? Velo. Come on. Like, distance, velo, two biggest numbers, funnest numbers especially. I agree with that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> how do you blend uh, your feel? Like, how often do you think you need feedback from tech? Like, if you, comparing uh, – and again, I'm trying to ask you this as, like, a of your generation. If you don't have the tech – do you feel like you can still get like if you do a bullpen and didn't have Rapsodo, would you get as much out of that session? Would there be a how different would that session be for you in terms of how you approached it? Would you focus more on your feel? Would you try to track the ball flight with your eyes? Like how would that look for you? So um, I true grind when I'm using Rapsodo, it's more on my full on bullpens when I'm trying to throw um, like 50 pitches like I did my last bullpen. Or I'm trying to just work on different fields. When I don't have Repsoto out, I'm usually doing a shorter bullpen or not even throwing a bullpen. I'm just throwing. Um, and that, during those at least, I try to work on my spin of the ball. Um, especially for, for me, who throw, I throw from a three-quarter, so I try to work more on the spin of my uh, slide of my slider um, that we worked on uh, two days ago. So that's really what I try to do when I don't have rap soda. But when I when I have rap soda out, uh, I'm always trying to work on just like not going for a high velo, going for a good spin rate, and going, um, of course, for the the uh, good uh, access on the ball. Nice. I want to switch it up a little bit. <clears throat> um, I want to talk about coaches and just kind of I want to hear your perspective on what it means to be a good coach. What what things do you appreciate the most from a coach? So the the main thing that I appreciate most from a coach, um, at least that I've had in my life, is when the coach is more um, relaxed and more not worrying about winning rings in the tournaments. Um, I know that a few weeks ago, that almost a month ago, I had a baseball clinic that I got to be a coach for a bunch of um, nine, ten year olds. Um, no, 11, 12 year olds, they're all in fifth grade. And I just got to teach them about how to hit a ball correctly, how to field. And, uh, it was just really fun in general to teach kids, uh, younger stuff that I'm learning now. So the generation after me has the same information that I have, but before, so they can get better and better and better and keep on, uh, keep baseball going on. Um, so I really like how coaches are doing stuff, uh, this this season, I have a really good coach who's more of on the relaxed side than the uh, strict baseball than the strict baseball coach that we've probably all seen uh, before in tournaments. 
Um, but yeah, my, my favorite thing about probably coaches is when they're really relaxed and don't care about winning and just more of, um, getting better for high school. Cool. I like that. Uh, what is your, <clears throat> if you have to think about it, what has been the most influential coaching experience that you've had? Oh, so yeah, it was, it was with Scott actually, Scott Lacey from True Grind. Um, we were working I was just throwing a ball around, I'm pretty sure, against the, uh, the wall, trying to just work on feels in my ground balls, cause, um, at third base, I made it like an error the, the game before, so I was just trying to work on some, some, just, uh, doing some backhands. And, um, he taught me, uh, truly how to catch a ground, a ground ball to my left, to my backhand, um, and how to play the spin. So he was throwing me different spins and just teaching me how to play, kind of play the hop mm-hmm. on the spins. So that was the, the, one of the biggest things that I've, at least in the, what I can think about right now, um, was one of the biggest things that I've, uh, taken out of kind of infield, um, coaching. But then hitting, it, it's probably will be, um, last, last night? It was last night? Yesterday when we were at the, uh, cages trying to work on, uh, my hips. Cause, like we said, uh, on, my, on the episode before, my hips were really, my, uh, internal rotation was really bad. Kind of just working on, uh, keeping a little bit of an open stance, open stance so I can actually get my full hip, uh, rotation. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I've had conversations with this about, with, with Chris Calabello. What does it mean for a coach to care? I think what it means for a coach to care is that they truly are invested in what their kids or, uh, yeah, w- what their, uh, kids are doing. Um, whether it's, uh, them throwing, uh, like the kids throwing and the coach just watching them throw, uh, making sure they're not, they're doing the right, uh, movements, or even the coach, um, showing up fi- 30 minutes early or 15, even 15 minutes early to, uh, to practice so whoever wants to come and get some extra work in can come and get some extra work in. That's what I think at least what, uh, when coaches really care when they come in early to get extra work with some with some kids. Nice. Very good. I want to do some rapid fire to finish with. Okay, let's go. All right. Uh number one. Uh you're is it vegan or vegetarian? What do you So I eat meat but it's only <clears throat> kosher meat. Fair. Fair. What's your favorite vegan food? Oh, uh, there's some decent options now. There, there's a, yes, there are some very, uh, <clears throat> some very good vegan options right now. Um, it'll probably be any of the beyond, uh, either the sausages or the, uh, the, uh, beef patties says whenever I want just, uh, like a burger that's not like real meat and I have to wait to three hours until I can eat any dairy because it's just a uh, Jewish law basically. Um, I can just eat one of those and just have tons of protein and then go straight to practice. So that's one of my uh, favorite vegan meals right now, at least. Nice. Uh, do you think it's important to wear a belt when you wear baseball pants? <laughs> uh, uh, it's a little inside joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a little inside joke. Um, yeah, it probably is important to wear a belt. Uh, I haven't worn a belt in like two the past two seasons uh, just because I just haven't gotten the time to go get a belt for the right color. But, um, yeah, it's pro- probably a little bit important to worry yeah, about. we need to start mixing the belt. <laughs> uh, favorite movie? It, it's a tie between The Sandlot and uh, Field of Dreams. Both baseball movies. Yeah. Have you seen Forrest Gump? 
I have seen Forrest Gump. All right. That's Forrest Gump's my favorite movie. For, um, Forrest Gump is a very funny movie. Not how there's funny moments, but okay, we'll go with that. Uh how many <laughs> how many Fortnite kills do you have? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I, I would have to check. I've I've seen him play, he's not very good. So for the record, for the podcast <laughs> podcast official. I, I've gotten better since you saw he's me. He's not last. very good at Fortnite. I have like twenty something dubs. I got I've gotten uh, better. Favorite major league baseball player of all time. Of all time. Uh I'll rephrase the question. If you could share the field with any of favorite players of all time, because you always ask who's the best player you're sharing. Yeah. If you could share the field with any player ever, who would it be? Okay, I'm gonna split this into two uh questions. So favorite that I've ever like had the experience of them playing in my lifetime is probably going to be Derek Jeter, only because that's it, just uh he's just the captain He's just a very good player over my, uh, when I was watching the Yankees. Um, of all time, oh, it's either Ted Williams or Babe Ruth. Of course, I'm going to pick all Yankees. I'm a really good, uh, Yankee fan, but, um, those two guys really knew how to hit the ball. Um, yeah, it's probably those three guys. Okay. Um, you just picked all hitters, so I'm going to ask a different question. If you could face any pitcher ever in the history of the game, who would you want to face? See, I would pick somebody who I knew I could get a hit off of. No, I want like most but challenging yeah. at bat. Um, it would either be Randy Johnson, because... That, that's the guy that was in my head. Yeah. It, it, I think him or Pedro. Yeah, it would either be Randy Johnson or Pedro Martinez. Very good. I love it. Uh, Sammy, thank you very much for having me. Thanks for letting me host your podcast here for a moment. Um, best of luck to you as you continue your journey. Every player is on their journey. Um, a f- one of my favorite quotes I've been saying a lot lately is, how you do anything is how you do everything. I gave a kid a hard time the other day about having dirty spikes. I gave you a hard time about not wearing a belt. People notice things. Don't forget that. People notice how you carry yourself, how you present yourself. And I think like we were talking about that in the, in the previous podcast about how, you know, how you go about your business says a lot about who you are as a player. So keep that in mind as you go through, go through your journey. So thank you very much for having me. And, uh, is that how you, how do you usually end this? That's it. That's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> How many minutes? Oh, no, I have to put in the passcode. Hey, it's Sammy here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I would like to ask for your help. Tell me what questions you would like answered. If you could also take a moment to review the show... The algorithms are taking into account how many ratings and reviews I get. The more reviews, the more people they will show the podcast with. Thank you, RPWOA, for the review this week. And don't forget to play ball, kid.